Yes, guys, you asked mm-hmm. for it, so we're going to give it to you real good and proper. <laughs> uh, tonight you're joined by myself, Buzz, Arne, Dan, and Jules. Fantastic. Yeah, we're up and running and sorted. Yeah. Cruising, hey? Yeah. So, like we say, it's really, guys, it's going to be him, 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 him. And it's great we've got Arne here today because that's your forte, hey? And I'm wearing a him. Yeah, well, I think yeah. let's go around. Yeah. Who's wearing him? Has anyone got him on you? No, I've got no hemp. Jules? No, I haven't got any hemp. Oh, cool. Hemp sheets. Okay. The clothing um, is still a bit sort of scratchy at times, and it does ride up in weird places every now and again. So everything I've got that's hemp like a sweatshirt is kind of low at the front and high at the back. But we can blame the manufacturer. Just think, uh, though, that everywhere that they do grow up in, at least it breathes. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't wear out, it wears <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, that's Tony's bar. It's comfortable as you get Certain crevices you don't want it growing in, but okay. No, not at all. So I think before we get into the hot and heavy of it, um, let's do a shout out to Skunk Glass. They donated us some oh, stuff for the episode. Yeah. yeah, man. So Skunk Glass are, um, well, they, she... Tammy Hayden is a, um, a glassblower in Cape Town. But where she comes from is single-use straws and yeah. stuff. So she's creating glass for restaurants and for yourself to carry around with you so you can use as a sippy straw. And this is how she started the thing going down. And that's a... I think one's a different gauge to the other. That one's like a, that's ju- a juice That's straw. juice. And this is for a smoothie. A smoothie more. And... Um, She's now got a whole range of stuff going with a single hit pipe, y'all. Yeah, so those, I swear bit by these little things. These are really good single hit pipes. I've never hit one of these. Oh, it's quite raucous. I I like that she has focused on preventing single use, but making really good single hits. (laughs) (laughs) All the single hitters. All the single hitters. (laughs) And um, I saw online that... um, she was branching out into doing some um, some pipes, some Sherlock's and stuff, and um, you need thousands of hours to get some heady glass going, you know. But I can't believe that there's a young lady in Cape Town blowing glass for a market that's going to go berserk in the end. How's that for a little dab bowl or something? Oh, yeah, I think perfect. we should this try. This is perfect it. for the nectar collector. Let's try it for the nectar collector. We've got dab to smush in there. Yeah, there we have. I'll Absolutely. set that up during the course of the. Okay. Oh, but I think, co- guys, shout outs to Skunk Glass. We're going to try this stuff throughout the episode. Uh, maybe Jules will head up that one hitter. Dan's definitely going to try out the bowl. But please go check them out Instagram. I'm not sure about their Facebook and site. Yeah, no, they're local. They're Skunk Glass and it's Cape Town. And she has an outlet at the Biscuit Mill. And she, if you'll see, you maybe there, you'll see the pictures on, on the screen now. Of She does them logoed and she has initials or puts a butterfly or something or a message. or mm. It's not limited to this, but this is the, um, it's going to be the future. You mentioned you saw a stainless yeah, one not so long ago. Yeah, people are stainless straws. You yeah. get the stainless straws, and it's even got the kink. So, oh, um, but it's also it's 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 amazing how it cross pollinates. How because it's glass, it can be applied in another context if you're so minded. So it does show that our culture is not infiltrating like ISIS, but that it's <laughs> not. It's like sort of it's, it's starting to saturate in society. You know, we are reaching like a saturation level. How much more relevant could we oh, become? Oh, gosh. More relevant? Yeah, completely. Imagine what we can do in the overground. We're still in the underground, matey. Whatever, we, everything we do here for the next hour is illegal. Oh, did we tell you that? Sorry, matey. We, we, we roped you into it. <laughs> we roped you into it. Where's the illegal stuff? Uh, you know, well, well, there's like 
this conceivably has been this is this was THC A because it was a butane extraction. Smell that for profile. Oh wow. With glorious, glorious THC in it. <laughs> Round about. Um, Does it smell there? I can smell. It came past my nose. I can smell it. Yeah, no, it's a beauty. So that is basically a really decadent live run that hasn't been yeah. frozen. It's just taken straight out the garden. Let's try it out. Put in the pipe. Be my guest, mate. It's kind of. It's like an angel crying on your tongue. Sorry, that wasn't a religious joke. That wasn't a religious joke. <laughs> so I'm going to give everyone a bit of an intro into Arne and then let him introduce himself a bit in that. Will you pass me that magazine there, Jules? Sure, man. So we know Arne for a little while now. He's been at the Clinical Cannabis Convention and he's been a stalwart all along. You know, a lot of Oaks talk the talk, but Arne nice. walks it, eh? And what was interesting, uh, Jules picked up this magazine on the way back from Czech, <coughs> where, from Prague. Yeah, it was in it was, uh, yeah, it was in the Czech Republic in a small village. Yeah. And um, I opened it up, <coughs> flicking through it absentmindedly, and not only did it have a big Africa on it. Goodness me, did we know the author as well. And the woman we were with, our hostess, knows this man as well. And all of a sudden, that's why you're here. Because I couldn't believe how small the world was at that point. It was so super cool to see your name and likes, my group. Yeah, because it turns out, and this is just to give you an idea, it's called Hemp Today. Uh, they brand themselves as the voice of global hemp industries. Uh, it had a quite a catchy... I must say, well done, Hemp Oaks, for the really hipster colours and all that. And it's, <laughs> the main article is a THC debate, which I think we're going to get into. But what caught Jules' attention, as he mentioned, was that Arne had an article in this thing. So, and I'm just going to give you Arne's CV. Was this the CV of yourself you had to give them, your little bio? Or was it... No, this uh, uh, Kurt made up. Uh, Kurt, so I'm, I'm going to give you... And then Arne can say how much it's right or wrong. <laughs> Um, so Arne did this article, a, a Hemp Manifesto for Africa, by Arne Fuhruf. And it says about Arne, Arne Fuhruf is a managing editor of Hemp Today, a trained biologist, horticulturist, and developer of health products based on CBD, hemp, and other healing plants. He also manages the Stockwell Collective, a community-supported agriculture project that seeks to spread regenerative agriculture through grassroots action. And... Guys, I don't know if you're going to be able to pick up a copy of this online or not, but would you paraphrase for us what your article's about here, man? What was the point you're trying to convey to the world when you got this chance? Because it is. It's a great chance to represent South Africa and Africa. Viva. So, uh, it's, it's always a little bit overwhelming seeing what the Europeans and the uh, Americans are doing, what the Chinese are getting up to with, uh, uh, with hemp and cannabis in general. And... <coughs> Uh, whereas we are quite lagging behind it. So I thought this would be a very good way to get exposure on Africa out there, uh, to sort of <coughs> highlight our unique challenges, where we've gone wrong, where things are tending to, uh, to go right. And uh, I, I, I attempted very pompously uh, to think of ways that we can, we can create a cannabis industry in a very Afrocentric way. Yeah. I totally agree. Every time we open that Desired Outcomes book, it says there, this is a South African issue. You can't, you can maybe tell us which seeds were working well in a temperate climate, but you can't tell us how to organise the structure of it because it really is, it, it's been unstructured for 600 years and it won't, it's not designed for structure really. It really isn't. Whose house is whose house and which field is whose field. And well, yeah. it's been here for, for, for hundreds of years. Uh, the only time it became a problem was when 
uh, Europeans brought their laws along. Yeah. And now they want us to follow that exactly. Again. It was white monopoly capital. <laughs> Something like that. I, I, I prefer the poetic version. We think white is right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But so something very interesting I picked up in the article. I don't know if you intended to go there. Put it here. Was that? I don't know if you intended to highlight that Africa, in a way, has a silver lining. So what we're seeing the biggest obstacle in America, Europe is. I see it there as well. Is that because the industries aren't new? Because they've been growing hemp for a while. It is so immensely difficult to change one thing so minutely. Like the biggest thing I read in this thing was the THC angle. The, the biggest deal in the hemp industry at the moment from what I took from this is that they're trying to get certain nations to grow not hemp that has 0 0.02, well not 0.2%, but 0.3%. So they want to have let it have 0.1 more percent. And government say, no, 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 because everyone's fighting. Because what's happened now is that the nations that do allow that 0.3% THC limit in hemp are getting the head start, getting are getting ahead market. of the game. Oh, it's not fair. It's just semantics, isn't where, it? Where you go, but like you're saying, South Africa's got a clean slate. We're not making those mistakes. We've got a blank check, a blank canvas almost, to Am write I this legislation now without making these same mistakes. As long as we are aware that these have been mistakes that you know we should avoid them from the get-go because then changing them after the fact is nearly impossible and especially with uh, right uh, you know with too many state departments involved yeah, yeah. Um, the in so the europeans had 0.03 this was what canada uh, took as their thc limit then the europeans um, decided no, this is too high. Yes. Let's go to uh, to point zero two, uh, and uh, this was actually done, I think, uh, to a, to a large scale to protect uh, seed monopolies and to protect certain industries, like for example the uh, uh, French uh, uh, paper industries. Yeah. You know, they were focusing on fiber hemp, and this is a great way to you know. Uh, to uh, have favorable legislation for these industries. Uh, but then we have a look at Switzerland, whose limit is now 1%, Which and is suddenly they're coming, charging out the gates. And very rapidly, it's actually uh, normalized there. You can find a 1% THC hemp cigarettes in supermarkets. We can have a puff of what they call no backo. Does it taste like the stuff that's in the jars at the uh, coffee shops in Amsterdam? That kind of stuff. Is it literally hemp? It's 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 hemp. Well but, can I look uh, hey, as a matter of fact look, this came in this is from the hemp farm that I found the magazine in. And it's and it's um it is um the tops of the plant but it's been ground in such a way the whole thing's just a piece of powder. I don't know what it looks about ready to smoke in a low grade way. And you can, right? You know, if you know grandma is coming over, rather smoke this. So now that <laughs> that at source in the fields that we walk through is picked off at the tops. There's only one top of the plant, basically. <coughs> really, really. It's only one one single stem. So that is the top that um, they they dry on a rack and then they turn that into a multi purpose product into um, what does it say you would use it for on this bag? There does it. There's no. It's not a use. It's, it's just a, a raw product. It's just a raw product for you to as do. We sell bales of want. seventy kilograms, lots of them. I know so a lot of uh, Polish grannies are infusing uh, this hemp flour material in, in vodka, 
making a, right. a good elixir. Damn! Do you know yeah. what? Did you see on the? Did you see when I put on the group with the the, the picture of the bottle of vodka in the in a tourist tat shop in Prague? Yeah. There's a bottle of vodka oh, in yes. a presentation pack with like a bong and a and a, and a plastic thing. So you could you, you can turn the vodka bottle into a into bong, bong basically. <laughs> either way, about a quarter of the way through. Do you reckon you use the vodka as the bong, or do you have I to hope finish not. it for water? <laughs> but it was That's really weird, and it had a cannabis leaf on it, vodka and weed <laughs> together. Openly in a tourist shop. It, I reckon if they, you had to light it with the vodka, it would be like a bongatov cocktail. I think I think this is the uh, the party pack to go. You know, that's for when you're on your way to a party and you didn't get anything. Well, guess we're gonna go for this. <laughs> the cheap flowers. <laughs> Here's a quick question: Does from Warren, one of our Years from all the way from the Eastern Cape. Warren, Warren, just before you say anything, um, we're thinking about your family, yeah. Warren. We're sorry about your loss. Um, Warren's father-in-law passed yes, this yeah. week, and it's it, you know it's always a shock. <laughs> you, you can never prepare yourself for it. So big up from the hot box crew in the background yes. and the foreground here, matey. <clears throat> he wants to know: Does premium hemp contain any THC? Well, I guess high THC because it does, but high. Uh, no, uh, basically negligible. So if, if grown according to It wouldn't the law, be called hemp be otherwise. Yeah, uh, you can't um, call it hemp. It's a word in law. It's this silly little mm. word in law. We've got great hemp. It's called four meter sativas. And it's got four and a half percent THC in a profile to die for. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But to answer so what was Warren's question? Can you get high of hemp? Mm. Basically. Uh, no, I mean if you try. <laughs> so, uh, we'll so give it my best shot. For example, in in Pakistan, uh, they will make hemp seed oil, but theoretically, if you smoke those flowers, you're gonna get pretty high, because they just use cannabis in the way that you can use industrial hemp. Okay. So then, yes, European stuff don't bother. Okay, well, well, yeah, here's his perfect timing. Tony says, Tony Button says, Hello, Tony. Over a hundred hemp shops selling hemp flowers as tea have opened up in the last few months in France, which everyone is buying to smoke and running queues around the block to pay 15 euros a gram for hemp buds. No, bro. <laughs> God, the can you, can you, can you, I can see this now, though. Instead of like Amsterdam where it's littered with bankies, with empty bankies, empty tea bags in France. I know what you've been doing, Granny, I know what you've been doing. Why are the empty tea bags? Safe injection sites. But it's also, I, I once read in the Howard Marks, in the Mr. Nice, that Switzerland for a while got around selling high THC hemp because they sell it as like pillow stuffing and shit. So they did the same thing. That because you called it something else, the THC was, wasn't really relevant. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is France is France allowed to get away with that? Is weed legal there? I can't imagine it is. I know hemp's legal. No, it's the all to do industry. with the CBD stuff and the relaxation of... This non-psychoactive panacea that seems to have gone... It's everywhere in Europe, isn't it? Indeed, and uh, they've definitely... Uh, Where was your last part of call now? Were you in Italy now? No, uh, no, I, I, I travelled quite a lot. Yeah, but, uh, I couldn't keep up with you, actually. But as far as you, uh, as you go, I mean, Slovenia... And, uh, I loved stopping at Zagreb train station, because mm -hmm. just as you got off the train, there's this uh, advert selling uh, CBD oil. <laughs> well, wow. oh my God, I have arrived. <laughs> yeah. And what, what I noticed in Europe as well was there's children in the photo... Uh, you know, kids are allowed here. This is like cannabis, but it's not. It's not the other stuff. 
And there is definitely this mindset of there's two different things. And that scares me shitless because I'm a human rights advocate and I dig THC. So I've just got a little bit of an edge going. It's just a bit edgy because we're, head, we're heading off down the garden path here. I saw CBD in absolutely freaking everything. Yeah. Everything. CBD for kids, eh? CBD for kids. But you don't... Um, there's no point dabbing it, really, is there? Uh, you can get a get a good uh, a feeling going, but it's definitely a relaxation. It's so not the, the clouds that you want to go to. No, okay, so it's more <laughs> like the clouds of sleepy time tea. So it's like having a, a chamomile enema. Because we've got uh, some CBD wants, yet. So, so this is can this we dab this? this yeah. is, what is this? this, is, what is this? Yeah. You can try dabbing it. What is this, this is uh, an organic extract, 66% CBD. And about 80, well, 85.4% total cannabinoids. 66%. So and how's it made, this stuff? What sort of extract? DHO, <laughs> CO2, this rosin, uh, benzene. So this is certified benzene. organic um, plants. And Oaks. then it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, certified organic. I am With certified orga- organic benzene. Yeah, yeah, let's have a look at this, guys. Let's this like is some, uh, you know, okay. incredibly decent. Uh, yeah, but that, no, but the only question that matters in this hot box, I don't know, is you can you dab it? A few seconds? Yes, yeah. you can. Okay, so Dan's going to dab some of this for us now. Ooh, Dan the dab man. I'll tell you oh, what I it's think like. he's the best man for the job. You know how we gauge it as to how pure it all is? Is how many coughs. <laughs> <laughs> I see. This is a, a good international standard. I think it's being put under ISO. <laughs> um, it will have been put... It's, it's, this is it really... Is this, I mean, this looks amazing, guys. Is this this is like honey. I mean, yeah. You know, compared to some of, some of the yeah, black put stuff there, that you guys put this back yeah, under yeah, there, there. You, yeah. do the, you do the smoke and I'll do the pack shot. Because that's basically not it. Oh no, that looks really cool. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, let's get lit in here. It's pretty light in here. It ain't hot. It ain't hot. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Warren, sorry, Brew. We, we haven't got a big fat. This is a very difficult to focus just on. Just hold, this. dude. Just hold. It'll come. So once you've dabbed the CBD, you, you'll find your focus would be better. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty cool. Um, Beautiful bronze amber extraction, oh and if you see in a shop, wow. on a, if you see in a shop that like in the discam now, there's a hundred mil bottle that has five percent CBD in it. It's five percent of what of this basically of of something like of this quality. Seven percent on that. So they 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 would go. Uh, they would probably measure it uh, according to the uh, the pure CBD contact, uh, content. Many, or if not most, uh, C- uh, CBD oil manufacturers work from isolate. Yes. And this is to avoid the THC altogether. Right. And is this, is this um? And is this coming from European hemp? Indeed, indeed. This is a God blend. Damn it. Of, we wouldn't have had this when when we started as a dark couple. It was all about socks, and cosmetics maybe, and now it's about this. And everyone's, it's all gone very, very quickly, huh? And a lot it of it's dollar amazing. signs, huh? Lots of it's dollar signs. You can get a lot more for that than you can at home. What do you have to go through to make some socks, for Christ's uh, sake? Yeah, it's in the equipment to make socks. Honestly, that that hit of that dab, just, it was this like mental wave that keeps, I don't know. It, it's Did a, it unhigh you, dude? Are you not high? Oh, you now? Had to get no, 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 no,
Well, how about you have some of this? Actually, it's the anti-treat around here as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, but that tastes absolutely amazing. So while we're talking about the uses of hemp, uh, you brought back another little gift box. Uh, it's yeah, this is from... Yeah, H Hannah at Hemp Point gave us this. And this is what we were a little bit edgy about bringing back with us because it's all, of, it's all the processes of their production line apart from the cloth. They don't make the cloth, but yeah. all the other parts is what they're capable of doing. And I thought, seeing as um, Arne was here, maybe you could maybe you pull could out one or two to give, give us an idea of how it all starts and what what is the part that we need for the CBD and what's the part we need for the socks because it's probably not the same. Because yeah, like I looked at I looked at this thing, I thought we'd make a nice game of it, like Good Mythical Morning, and see if Arne <laughs> knew his shit. But they didn't put any labels on these bankies. So, I'm just gonna make it's it basically a box of everything. Go. So I'm just going to pass stuff on. But I think first, that looks like lesotho grade weed, basically. But what we got there, man? So these and are... what would you use it for? This is uh, uh, just hemp flowers. It's a chocolate block of seed because this is it's grown agriculturally. So yeah. you plant a whole field. Um, so you're always going to get this pollination. Most yeah. uh, You get many hemp varieties as well that are... Uh, hemaphrodites. So I see that is desirable because they want seed production. Exactly. And do they mm -hmm. replant those seeds or do they start fresh seeds every time they grow in here? So European policy states that you have to work from certified seed. So uh, these all come from seed breeders. Monsanto rules. I, I'd, I'd, I'd be honest, I don't think that all farmers adhere to this perhaps, but uh, this is uh, technically the law. That is often used. Should we today. open it up and pour some out on a piece of something? No, we no. want to actually want to keep it, it intact as, okay. for, as a museum piece for for a later day. I for, it's like Hannah. They're not for sale really. It was what she uses at a show oh, to okay. show people. Oh, okay. So she gave it to us, and I just like to keep it intact because it's um, a nice present. Yeah? And then we've got what looks okay. like yeah. hemp yeah. fibers. Indeed. One so looks like, like peatish, like cocoa peatish, and one looks more like yarnish. When he did that. Yeah, so this is different grades of fiber. This is away. probably uh, what they'd use for house insulation as opposed to, you know, the. Oh, insulation, okay. Indeed. Uh, and this is. this is. I would, I, I would strongly consider that this is probably one of the most favorite uses for hemp fiber in Europe at the moment. Insulation. Most people for yeah. insulation, insulation, roof insulation, anything, insulation, uh, fibers. Yeah. Well, like we use isotherm, the pink stuff and the green stuff. Exactly. That's just as a natural replacement. And it's a mat. Wall insulation, door um, insulation. Uh, uh, so, in if if you drive a BMW or a Porsche or or a Merc, those inlays mm. that you see with the wood or the brushed aluminium or I don't know the recipe. That's just the thin veneer. Behind that is mm. actually a, a biocomposite. Yeah, hemp, hemp composite. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hemp plastics and yeah. hemp fibers. And, and this is in the most straightforward uh, factory in Germany where they've got ro robots, injection molding, everything, and then you get this recycled plastic and uh, hemp fibers. God so damn it. Even in the most high-tech applications. So I'm just wondering... So if your if your hemp murk burns down in your hemp insulated house, is it gonna smell bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> depends. The, 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 depends on the terpene profile that you <laughs> went for. <laughs> the terpene profile I, of your I, insulation. I, Come on. I, I, I hope they give these <laughs> options these days. <laughs> cool. So next, uh, we've got some hemp fiber, and I've got questions about hemp fiber. So they, uh, the, oh. these two I've got under here now are various grades of the same. These, yeah. three. these three, yeah, that's the finest. We've had that one under the, 
One's ten basic. rand a gram and one's fifty rand a gram. <laughs> one you can only buy in a matchbox. Yeah. <laughs> Others come in nice baggies. Yeah. So those are different grades depending on how you set the machine up to decorticate it. How it's. Uh, I think that might actually be different fiber because one looks more like outer and one looks a bit more inner from the color. Indeed, indeed. Because um, there is rules about the fiber of hemp because yeah. it's about the different textures of the different because it's very fibrous. I noticed from weed. It's very weed, rule heavy. Stringy. Is that what you're saying? Stringy, yeah. So it it uh, it very much depends on how you grow it. If you if you're growing for fiber, you really only want to grow for fiber. The, the high value uh, fibers are the thin and long fibers. Mm. Uh, so uh, getting that right, you have to harvest them actually before they start seeding. Premature. So that's the only, uh, okay. you know, that's that's what you harvest. Most European growers, they, they want seeds, obviously. So mm. then they harvest technical grade fibers, uh, <coughs> which are a lot coarser, a lot more uh, woody. Yeah. Let's talk about the hemp. So my experience with hemp fabric so far, is that when you get it as a hemp fabric, it can still be quite coarse. So typically when I encounter hemp shirts and things like that, they're usually a blend of hemp and cotton. It's very rare that when something says hemp, that it's actually 100% hemp. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, this is actually going to change very rapidly. I think this is uh, just because of processing technology. It's a lot easier to get cotton very fine uh, and soft than it would be uh, hemp fibers. This is uh, the difference of the type of fiber. Um, hemp fiber... Uh, comes from oh, it's it's a vast fiber so from stems of plants think jute or um, flax for example yeah. these are they tend to be uh, coarser fibers Manila cotton hemp. is obviously from uh, the seed head of a uh, of cotton so it's a very very fine yeah. easy to process from bunny tails basically but <coughs> saying that there is a lot of pure hemp coming through and this they do I, I don't uh, I'm you know I'm not too technically minded with cool. fiber processing but it's through a process called cottonization, All right. where they make these very, very fine fibers. And this you're getting coming out from China, from India, um, and even Germany. You can get some very, very soft, um, uh, you know, hemp shirts, etc. Mm. When I win a chicken dinner. So this is the bit where I let Arne take the steering wheel, because I'm going to roll a joint. Because <coughs> I need to get, I think I've got second-hand CBD to there, a and, bit. and I feel sober. You got, I feel too we, sober. We've just blown <laughs> CBD into his stone. So <laughs> take us through the rest of the box here. We, I see we've got a few other interesting things there, and then we're going to get on to our next topic. I'd, uh, I, I actually quickly, briefly want to say something about Hannah. Uh, she is... Uh, you know, this is amazing what she's compiled, but she is engaged on so many levels with cannabis. She is a hemp activist, yeah, uh, but time. I mean, she's knocking on the doors of the World Health Organization. That's where we met uh, her, exactly. in the corridor of the WHO, actually, exactly. and she invited us to Prague. Listen, yeah. listen, wow. So she's engaging on so many levels. I actually, I... I stand in awe of mm. looking at Hannah. She can wear you out a bit because it's like she's full on and she's really busy with her head. She's even busier than me. I can't believe it. <laughs> well, they, they, you know, she's always running and they say a runner's eye is caused by cannabinoids, right? Just endocannabinoids, but regardless. <laughs> Runners are just too cheap to buy weed. <laughs> So what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> so these are pellets. Um, this can. Well, it looks like can, food pellets, though. Indeed, this this can be uh, animal food. This is actually more likely how uh, hemp often goes into extraction for cannabinoids. Okay. So they'll do uh, leaves, often flowers, and they'll first pellet it just because it's easier to transport. 
yeah. for putting it into extractors. But your it, bunny I will be incredibly happy. Yeah, I was thinking. No, it's, it, it looks like pure, pure animal food. It's just important that if your rabbits do eat this, make sure you get vegetarian pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll bear that in mind. Write that down. Yes. <laughs> uh, Raz Warren says the prices are dropping in his hood this season. What for bad? So for what bad, are the prices yeah, dropping from too, Raz? Yeah. Give us, give us some Raz, give us the forecast. <laughs> what's, Raz, what's give that? us the forecast. What's that? What's that? Yeah, we need our, do we need our <laughs> Durban, <laughs> Joburg, Eastern yeah. Cape, Kimberley. We need uh, the Raz to run. It's like the, the price report. of McDonald's <laughs> burger and Joburg is this time, and in New York it's this and this and this. So we need it. Come on. Yeah, give us the report. What should Oaks be paying in your hood, Raz? Come so there's one guy here, just quickly. So what have been watching you see with the raw papers? You see. Well, this guy's Shway. Shway TV. He says that he's in the rural cape. It in, like really up there, and he says it just cannot get any good. But that's really amazing that he's even watching this now. So, big ups for tuning yeah, in, but man, big up. You know, <clears throat> I must say that if you're in KZN, rural KZN, you're in the best place to grow. You should be growing, you should be learning how to grow, and you should be starting to understand the plant because it'll be the it'll solve this problem that you have with no good weed, first of all. and yeah, growing's great. Yeah, um, yeah look, and it's the best place and, to grow. And cheap and effective and strong machinery to make some basic extractions, to make basic tinctures. And well, he wants it. He says he can't wait until yeah. he finds a dispensary and get his wax from. So right. it's all possible. You just need to. You go, you're on this here right now. Little research, but you can do it. It's easy. It ain't hard. It's really easy. People are saying, um, and he, it's the same guy saying socks. a pack of raw papers cost thirty bucks <laughs> upwards in KZ at them. Mm. No wonder people are doing hard drugs. <laughs> 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 30 bucks because um yeah look we're spoiled we get lots of gizmos and blades and gift packs and stuff if you've got a product that you need um, um reviewed for yeah we're loud we're getting louder and um yes. now we're going out on facebook because of the wizards backstage there and it, it, the audience is growing so if you've got a product you want reviewing um, drop us a line in the bio at the bottom of this episode and um and we will taste it live yeah, I think on that note, Live. I think who's going to do the one hitter Jesus, in the Schlompy from Skunk Class? You're a pipe smoker. The old days. You're a pipe smoker. He's doing the Schlompy. Where's it? There's one behind you, Dan. That's my original oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That was from the States. That's like 2016 yeah. or so. It's still got weed in it. Can we have number three? So there's, um, there's the one from New York that was really in an emergency job. But they one from New York's from India. Uh, more than likely. Many New Yorkers are. Yeah, it's a, it's, a glo it's a totally global place. So, um, they're raucous, but I bought it because it was easy to sort of clean and hide and it was unobtrusive travelling. Where did you hide that? In a pencil case. <laughs> Actually, thank you for asking. It was a pencil case. <laughs> just there's, no, there's, no, there's no ambiguity there whatsoever. And then, so, how's the bowl so far? The, oh, the bowl was good. With the it nectar worked. collector, we're good. Eh? Let's put it the bowl. Yeah, the nectar collector. So we wish you the best. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, Tammy, and keep going with these straws because single-use plastic sucks. Yeah. And again, in the bottom of the bio of this episode, we'll put Tammy's name and her. She's got a whole a story going on. Stuff. Yeah, man. It's very yeah. Cool, man. So let's thing. get on to our yeah, next I mean, topic. That looks really sleek. And... Have we had a topic yet? We had we yeah, had Amay's you... article. We might run into a bit of overtime here again, Oaks. But let's see how it goes. So, a big thing I come across 
and CBD is changing this a lot now, but there's always been this mindset that I think people do it psychologically because they can distance themselves from Dacha, but people have this perception that hemp and weed are different. But in my mind, they aren't. You, as, a, as a hemp guy, you know, I know, I know principally their, 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 their outcomes differ, but are they, is, is a rose by any other name? It's exactly that. You get uh, pink roses, oh, you get red roses, and you get white roses, and then you get pink roses, sort of, mm. in between. And you get, and you get roses that are grown um, for their essential oils, others are grown for their flowers. It's uh, definitely the same plant. Um, this is, is always going to be uh, an argument of exactly how the species um, uh, irradiated, how it became all these uh, different varieties that you see. But fundamentally, our distinction between hemp and uh, full-spectrum plants... Mm. Oh, uh, I love <laughs> it when you talk dirty. you <laughs> 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 Fundamentally, it is a it is a, a definition for regulation. It makes the bureaucracy easier, um, and uh, for some, for example, with the European hemp varieties, you often find that they have, uh, at the expense of their cannabinoids, focused on, for example, fiber, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's very much the same plant bred for different uses. It's uh, no more than that. Now, because I think the denominator for me, and it's yes. I hate going towards math here. Maybe Dan can help me out here. So, <laughs> when you take a good plant, you take a good THC orientated plant, and you make Dan from it, you would get maybe like, what, a 10% return, 10-15% return. That would which makes it kind of strong. Yeah. So, in theory, if you had to, if you had the raw hen hmm. to, to make Dan, which got you to like 2-3% THC, and then to further process it, you could turn a ton of hemp into a gram or two of that, I imagine. Yes. Uh, in terms of the amount of hemp, yes, of course you could. In yes. theory, it would be in like theory. bonkers. It would take a theory. lot. It's, it's, it's just going How to much? be... How much? A ton. Well, okay, depends we'll on your percentage. Ton per gram. What's your percentage? What is your percentage Well, let, we can do the math now. So 0.04%. Is that what they're testing average? No, 0.3, 0 0.2. 0 0 0 no, that's THC. That's THC. Yeah, 0 0.2, let's call it. Yeah. 0 0.3, whatever. Your, your biggest problem is going to be getting uh, rid of all the cannabinoids taking away from the high of uh, THC. I will so give them know. eviction notice, dude. I know, but Oaks <laughs> must be doing again. that because they're doing the same with CBD in essence. Because what's what's the threshold on CBD in hemp? Because uh, THC is point two CBD, no no nothing. limit. So what? they can grow two hundred percent if they want. The, uh, theoretically, I mean not theoretically. But, but not you, your math really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And botanism. <laughs> Michael, sorry, sorry, just because you 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 you. Are. Your trip now. Michael Hurst-Hazen says hemp biofuel is the real reason why it's illegal. Uh, yeah, in the, uh, so specifically in this, in this part of the world with ESCOM and the whole debacle. And Michael, I saw it in my very eyes. That's, the, uh, that's, what's been, that's what I've been a proponent of in the whole hemp argument ever since day one. If, if anything, the use of biofuel in hemp is a no-brainer because you don't have to look after it. You just It just grows to four metres, doesn't matter what it is, what it looks like, put it in a digester. And that's what Hannah's Farm is all about. They've got pig, cow, silage grass, and these swathes of hemp, and it all goes into the electricity. Damn it, man. I feel like 
You know, when we always make a joke about the third world or whatever, it's like there is this point of no return in the metal box on the way back as to, uh, with hemp. What I saw now, for the first time in my life in a hemp environment, to what is now another, what does Tony call it? Perpetual imminence? Perpetual imminence. And I think you and I, a couple of years ago, were in the same meeting where the Department of Agriculture were pontificating about it actually being, is it indigenous or endemic or invasive? They're still trying to really smoke and mirror the whole thing. Eh? This is just to find find reasons to carry on with a senseless... Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think everyone just wants to claim their state before everyone else as well. We've seen that in the UK about some controversies there. I think... Um, I think this is the feeling that I get in South Africa a lot um, and we are honestly uh, falling behind internationally because everybody's trying to state their claim yeah. because we're siloing, you know, no, 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 we need it like this, no, 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 we need it like this instead of letting an industry Just develop organically, well, preferably. Now, because also I think yeah. people have this mindset of it's going to create this new industry. I think in a lot of contexts, especially in the recreational, it's more going to formalize a very existing industry I know with hemp not so much, but I definitely know in a recreational context, the growers are there, the suppliers are there, and I think many of them will play by the rules. So we're not going to, in theory, see a big bump to GDP because the, the money's already in the system, the wheels are already turning, it's just now it's going to be public. I do think, I, I do think though, it will, it, it will uh, translate to bumps in GDP. Okay. Uh, just purely because now we're entering a formal, a formalized market. It doesn't have to go through um, grey areas uh, yeah. to get the money clean, for example. It, it is actually, you know, yeah. it, it, it would be a, a tax paying industry. Whether that's going to work with our SARS, I don't know. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you what, the day, the day Cyril O'Brien launches, let's get the GDP high, I'll vote ANC. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Cyril is a good enough businessman to probably already be planning of his course. own Dakar fields. Of course. That is another whole episode. That is <laughs> the green rush of the country. It's so what's next yeah. on the hemp list, Jules? Um, just a quickie here. Myrtle and I brought these back in a suitcase. It's 100 grams of hemp seeds, which my maths is about 5,000 of them. Jesus. Is that illegal to wow. do so? Yeah, because I see hemp seed. Because it was a bit twitchy. We've actually got, that's a Hungarian, which you might, uh, sorry, it's an Italian. And that's a Hungarian, which <clears> is being grown both in Czech Republic, because they're kind of next door, you know, they, they all neighbour each other. So when you bring hemp seed into the country, if you want to do it uh, the disc game way, then you actually need them irradiated. Normally, it's it's just done with. Uh, what does that mean? So you you want to kill the seeds. You want to sterilize them, and this is a, a precondition. As they are standing here, these plants are a threat to our uh, civilized society. Right, because oh they are going gosh. <laughs> anarchy. Oh no! <laughs> my drone's gonna drop seeds by your grow. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Quarantine, lock us in the room for the rest of the year with a whole lot of more cannabis. We're going to be good. But I can understand that there's some things of genetic threat. We're going to distribute these to friends and growers and stuff. And they can do do their own trials and give them like three meters each. And I fully expect it to go four meters if you dig a big pit and feed it and love it. This is is just like growing a Swazi, a DRC, any land. It's going to be like that. Unless... It's got a bunch of ruderalis in it because of 
the light factory in uh, Northern Europe, no? I, I, I didn't actually catch the other one's name. Um, I don't think either of them are... are, are um, a teaser, te, te, Hungarian teaser and a cam carman... A Hungarian teaser. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a stripper. Must be female. Must <laughs> so be feminine. It must like be feminine shape. <laughs> no, that right. definitely is a threat. <laughs> So um, you're saying the, that the, the, the big problem with European varieties is that they're quite sensitive to daylight. They want long days, okay. uh, so they tend to flower really early. I've had ones that yeah, flower well that's where the, that's that's from what I can gather is where the ruderalis breeding comes into northern hemisphere, northern lights to fit in as much uh, yeah. life cycle as possible right, in those short right. summers. Just, but I, if you took away the hemp thing about point three, we've got the perfect hemp plant, but it's got four percent THC in it. It's useless. For somebody growing hemp, because it, it's why a, is it useless? Because it's illegal. Well, that's the, that's that's the big what's problem. useless to you. It's got a, it's a perfectly good thing. You don't have to go to Italy or to Hungary. You just go to get a thing off the side of the mountain in Ponderland, and you grow those nicely and put. What do you think? Four meter plants. You've seen those things mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. The DRCs we grew. Oh my goodness! Fuck, matey. We didn't even think about trying to figure out the, the CBD in those days. I'll only be impressed when we can build a treehouse. Um, tell me you wouldn't get addicted to this. You know, Brando Hamilton does not. So the big problem is actually the size of uh, our local varieties. We'll definitely have to pick ones that would work uh, good industrially. So, for example, our, our stems grow too thick, so they'll just mess up any harvesting equipment that you put in there. Yeah. Even the... But the seeds, uh, uh, these oaks are all eating handfuls of pips, yeah? Yeah. And they got pips in their teeth, like spinach squared. <laughs> but I, I'm yeah. telling you now, I wish we'd actually got the reaction on camera because they ruined it because they're so casual now. So Jules, Jules well, is showing off all these hemp pips. And next thing, he hands me this bag of what looks like hemp pips. And I'm like, I don't want to feel awkward, so I eat yeah. them. And I'm like, this is going to taste shit. Really, it's going to taste cuck. And it turned out it was, and it was like these, what are these roasted? They like, they look like pips. But they taste like fritos. They are so damn good. Can they you hear are. them? Let's hear. Let's keep quiet and hear if you can hear the oaks crunching in the room. It's all <laughs> all together now. Um, toasted hemp seeds, sweet hemp seeds, and they've just been rolled in brown sugar quickly, and they're just bloody delicious. Mm. They are crack. Mm. Mm. They're oh, crack. Oh it, it, this gosh. is most. This is the most addictive part of the cannabis plant okay. I've ever known. Seriously, this is unbelievable. This you could OD on this stuff. Eh? These are seeds. Winch you out of the studio. At least you'll be filled up on omega They're... oils. <laughs> so it's a, you won't you won't decompose. The, the, the healthiest addict in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, maybe it gives us all good poos. You know, that's high fiber. <laughs> But it is delicious. I was so surprised. So a regular addict. Um, but now, like, one thing that concerns me is, like, we've seen weed evolve in so many ways. We've seen bigger plants than ever, and we've seen higher THC than ever, and CBD before, and all that. But I'm just disappointed that we aren't seeing pips the size of five rand coins yet. Because that seems to be the one thing that hasn't really improved. The Chinese have these legendary, legendary seeds. Um, I wish, actually, I brought some along. Big as a cricket ball. Uh, big as a pea, some of big them. As I a remember pea. those photos Ooh. that you, you posted. So you get ones, seen. I mean, there's, you know, you get on an average between eight to nine millimeters of seed. And they are delicious because you pop the seed in like a, a bar peanut. It's a whole meal. It, yeah. <laughs> and this is actually celebrated there. They, they love it, even though they have this stigma against marijuana. 
they actually have this so deeply incorporated in their yeah. diet, in their medicine <laughs> systems. Hmm. We'll Who'd thought it? Fucking seed by over there. Who'd have thought it? Eating seeds. <laughs> Watch, they come flying out. Watch it. They're yeah, gonna, I'm going to take it all now. <laughs> <laughs> guys will like those eggs with the bag, bro. <laughs> so, any questions or uh, shout outs there, Dan? Mm. Um, I've got a mouthful. Tony's on the belt. Tony says hemp is the descriptive term for the non psychoactive uses of cannabis. The fibers, biomass, and seed products, and helps people understand what. You, what? And helps people understand what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Says much like dairy refers to milk products as opposed to beef, which refers to meat products. Exactly that. Fair enough. There's a there's, there's the umbrella. Um, I was fascinated. Changed everything. I, I was um, I was quite condescending towards hemp because I find that most hemp people are quite condescending towards me. Because I'm openly want to get stoned, and that's so, what I'm so, fighting sorry, for. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there's get a few, there's a few, there's a few people out in the sort of hemp community that just don't bother to check in or say hello or be or support or they're not really interested. Uh, they've got their hemp thing, and that's what it is. And it's like there's two types of weed: one gets you stoned, and one doesn't. And I'm for both of them, luckily. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about hemp now. Let's get into some <laughs> weekly news. Uh, so we're looking at an article here from a site, I've never checked them out before, uh, Nutritional Outlook. And it's titled, US Hemp CBD Product Sales Reach 820 Million in 2017. That's dollar. So what's 820 million dollar? A billion rand, pretty much. Yeah, billion and some change. 1.2 billion, yeah. Gupta money. Cool. Uh, it goes on to say, the US hemp market continues to see strong sales growth. According to new data from hemp market data provider Hemp Business Journal, in 2017 US retail sales for hemp, food and beverage products, personal care products, supplements, car parts and more reached $820 million. The the journal says it also estimates that the US hemp market will grow to $1.9 billion by the year 2022. And it goes on to give a lot of numbers. I'm going to take it a little bit longer with this article because it gives us a breakdown because the, the headline's misleading. It said CBD, <laughs> but CBD is only a portion of this, but it's a big chunk. They, 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 so numbers are still a little bit difficult to, to, you know, like truly trustworthy numbers are a little bit yeah. difficult. They say CBD is about a quarter of it. So, so CBD, it's estimated that that was about th- uh, 300 and something million dollars just in the States alone. And they're expecting just the pure, the the CBD market in in twenty twenty to reach one point two billion dollars. So it's going big. It's it's even big in Japan. They've got this uh, billboard in a train station with this uh, d- a Japanese lady selling CBD. Far out. CBD and used panties, dude. I, I, I don't know. CBD brookies, But it is dominating. But what was also interesting I'm seeing in these articles is that they're saying because of this growth and because of the new restrictions with, regu- with, with legalization actually happening, it's bringing more and more rules to the recreational and medicinal context, that they're seeing this migration into the hemp industry now. And a guy saying, fuck recreational, forget medical, too much drama, <coughs> I'm going to grow some tall skinny plants. Uh, this is definitely the case and they're still getting away with it because you can, under t- uh, 2014 Agricultural Act, you can actually sell CBD as a food supplement. And this is where they, like, uh, okay. this is their loophole. The only problem with that is now on the 25th, 
um, GW Pharmaceuticals got its uh, the world first uh, ca uh, cannabinoid-based uh, medicine uh, approved by the uh, FDA. Mm. The, f the, the first one, uh, Epidiolex, and this is pure cannabidiol that they got approved. So many people in the industry are now worried, what, th what does this mean for this food supplement side? Because they're doing strongly medicinal, which uh, requires scheduling, and everybody's scared that this is then going to translate to um, well, uh, wholesale uh, CBD scheduling. Many people are actually saying that this is unlikely to affect the intrastate laws about CBD. Then. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Richard Rose says, uh, uh, cannabis, as a, a cannabis has been around for 12,000 years uh, before the FDA. So. <laughs> yeah, it'll be here for 12,000 after and longer. Yeah, they're trying to eradicate it, but not doing a very good job. It's all over the freaking place. That's why the prices are going down. Warren's saying the price is going down in his hood because more people are being open about growing a few plants. Yeah. Can't arrest us all. Overgrow the government. This is exactly what, uh, what we should do, and I hope you grow those ones as well. We are going to do a whole project of putting them in a row with the DRCs, with the Swazis, and Reza's coming back. We bring some just bog-standard street weed from the bus stop, in the matchbox, that stuff. Because in there, once you've manipulated it later and turned it into this kind of stuff, and your kind of stuff, um, uh, the, your, this and what you have in that syringe is exactly the same but different by a couple of pointers of THC-ness. Yeah. So it's quite crazy that this is this would have oh this is very difficult to explain and yours is um the panacea in a japanese fucking railway station yeah that's because those are hyperboles like if we were to put that syringe and that jar on a chart they'd be hyperboles in what they are they completely yeah and the fact that i don't know i think this was running this is one that we got tested you did the skywalker mm -hmm. and this is the end of that so that was running at 79 percent thc that's wonderful yeah. So now we should make the perfect blend. <laughs> there we go. Well, at least like got... peanut butter and jam. Ne? If, if, ne? This, <laughs> if you turn this, you know, if you get this so cooked that you end up like Herb, that you got to do a runner outside, you know, <laughs> then at least you got this shit that you can. Because if Tony's still around, Tony's the man that gave Penny the CBD outside the Constitutional Court because the cookie kicked in so much that she couldn't lift her head. And I, that was the first time I saw it with my very eyes that was wrong, hemp right? CBD turned her stone inside out. Yeah, quite amazing. It 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 really is. Although sometimes uh, you can also m misjudge it. If you take CBD too, um, if you if you uh, too uh, too long before taking THC, it can actually enhance that CBD action. So you really want to take it once you know. The CBD has hit the receptors, then start bombarding it. Downers and uppers, dude. CBD. <laughs> it's not it, downers and uppers. Wouldn't it, would it be ultimate if it was... Wouldn't it be like great <laughs> if it was like a time-release dab? So you took your dab, but oh it was gosh, designed... Next thing. <laughs> that it kicks one you... It, it, it Bruce leaves you and one inch punches you with the THC. And then just when you feel like it's almost over, the CBD says... It's okay, I got your hand, my boy. So this is literally it. If you know your grandmother is coming in an hour, you can still <laughs> smoke the jade. If you know, do you mind? Because you can yell her upstairs. Yeah, you can take her upstairs. An hour, dude, your grandmother's. <laughs> Buy it, man. So, so you take some CBD and and have your yeah uh, uh, have story. your J. Then you know, you know, in fourteen minutes, an hour, you're gonna start going. 
Hallo Oma. That's very good news. Get down to your discount, folks. Take away that uh, family meeting paranoia. <laughs> yeah, this game needs an Uber service because also when you're rich, you hate getting to this game for your CBD. Yeah. Uh, Jules, you had some more him stuff there. Let's have a look quick before we get on to our next topic. Yes, now it's getting hot in here. Woo! If you look at Dad's toppy, you can see the hazel smoke. I don't know if you guys can see it online. Um, yeah, open those up. up. Let's have a taste of those. Dad will eat anything. Because that's basically <laughs> that's hemp seed. That's been more now, hemp seed. Okay. It's those seeds in the same right, sort yeah. of sugary <coughs> thing. That's oh, super camera out. I uh, get the super camera out. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no, we need an extraction fan. Carbon Here's filter. The, Here's uh, the sorry, markers look because we've got it. Oh, okay, cool. Now you see, I've got it branded up because of all the chinas and stuff, kind of bizarre. And, and read, read what they are, Dan. The boys are lining that all okay, up. That's that there. What is it? It's a, a hemp biscuit. It's like um, power snack stuff. Crunchy biscuits with hemp konopki. seeds. What's like it called? Konopki. Oh, don't even try. What you see is now. What you see is not what you get with that Slavic stuff. It doesn't. That P might even be an H. It's N. So I, I had so so many of Anna's products uh, for breakfast. That was my favorite part of uh, visiting. No, uh, get out of here. <laughs> Seriously. Well, let's, first, let's explain I'm joking. It. I think like, if you crack it, it looks like a... Oh, no, I have one of those. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. That is unbloody believable. <laughs> Jesus, if you take these hiking or something, pass those to the, pass back, it to the pass crew. Those to backstage oh. there. They rock. What? Hot damn. Hot damn. Mm, nice bit of cheese on the top of it. So wait, hold on, hold on. What cheese are you hold talking on. about? So this here... It's this, like a hemp brittle. I, I presume that this is the inside of the, the shell. The What is that called? The hemp hearts. The hearts. So this is hearts that are so hearty in my life. <laughs> oh. They're making my heart so warm. Mm. Shit, those are rock, eh? Wow. Yeah, good cup of hemp. Okay, that's a, really, that's a really good reason to go back to... Um, to go back to... Um, the Czech Republic. So this, like, I don't know. This brings me to a good question. Now. God is growing this. Why aren't we growing this? Oh, God is growing it. Yes. <laughs> why is it growing on the front? Why aren't we giving it to school kids? Because there's such a surplus of it. Because I mean, how many hemp seeds are on the side of a mountain in Swaziland, bro? You could feed these to kids and give them their nutritional, daily yeah. nutritional requirement with this as part of it, and this. Every kid would eat. You know, this is every kid would eat. This is actually one of the the saddest parts. So, for example, um, a Zimbabwean friend of mine, uh, he always tells that they believe it's the seeds are poisonous, which is ludicrous. And in him, in cannabis seeds is actually a great tool for uh, malnutrition in this country. We have a mm. severe lacking of essential fatty acids. And this is holding us back. It is quite literally holding our people back because they're essential for a reason. And this is uh, they essential especially for brain health. Why? Because essential fatty acids like the uh, omega uh, omega three and uh, omega six abundant in hemp seeds is used by your body to make endocannabinoids. So this is why they're so important for brain health. They are fundamental to working our body, uh, for making sure our body works. Uh, and yet we we are deficient in our diet, but <coughs> definitely not in our mountain sites. Yeah, but now like well, they go for it. Uh, I was gonna say, and then if you had to couple this thing with your other one of your other plants that I see very happy, uh, friendly with is the moringa plant. Indeed. Mix this with moringa, and you've got a super 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 nutritional. Okay. Oh, but I don't we, know if moringa tastes as good as this. No, but this will overcome. <laughs> this will go over it. Yeah. So uh, let's quick vote. I vote we go into like fifteen minutes overtime. Is everyone cool with that? 
folks at home, you cool with 15 minutes overtime? <laughs> hey? No, well, no, they've, no, they've no, no, no choice, actually. They're not smoking CBD, they're smoking company. You can't turn us off. So we control the vertical. And there's a study. So Arno, our regular guest who's on the Lesotho border in the Baluti Mountains, he's got a 420-friendly guest house on the way over towards the border. And he says studies are being done at the claim that CBD reduces sperm production in rats. Have you heard of anything adverse about CBD that people are trying to throw on us now? Because there must be something. <laughs> there well, must be something it does negatively. Well, huh? Tony says, yeah, that study gave the rats the equivalent of us taking multiple grams of CBD daily. Okay. I mean, you have to yeah, take yeah, grams it's like the, of it. It's like the rats, exactly. The with monkeys, the... when they strap the mask to the monkey, saying that, yes, you can die from smoke inhalation. Of course, if you pump the bloody smoke down your throat, that's all you've got. But it also depends on if the rats were doing low temp or high temp dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, <coughs> so, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe the lady rats just weren't that nice. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe yeah. the CBD made them get over it. Um, there's, there's very little, but I I think we are still going to to get very in, you know interesting results from from these studies. But at this moment, what I notice is even even a lot with uh, THC is that uh, people take uh, you know sort of singular studies and then just uh, you know blow it up completely. Mm. Why? Because it's good for driving sensation. Oh, completely. Is, so it is, uh, yeah, completely. Get page read. Get more citations, etc., etc. I don't think this is sens- I mean, sensationalized. Like you say, well, it says here, uh, what an Aiden Berry says, I read years ago that a human can survive with a handful of hemp seeds a day with all the vitamins in them. Jesus, Aiden. I love Aiden. Can I, I can I, Aiden? Can I read my, my, literally my next question? Because I think this is the time. Because we all hear about these things about hemp. It's got a bazillion uses and it can change the world. So and it can save a, a gazillion. Yes, it's a, not a bazillion. Quadrat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> my, <laughs> the squares. <laughs> my next question is literally, can I live with nothing but hemp? And I ain't planning. Yes. So, wow. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm not talking just, I am talking, let's start, you know how you get vegans, preachy vegans. Could you? Could we have a word for hempens or whatever? <laughs> hempens that that eat, shit, live and breathe cannabis only, dude. I only eat it. Would I be okay? Mm. Would what I about be bacon? Okay? I, bacon yeah. flavored. <laughs> <first, man. laughs> feed feed the the pigs hemp. Then you just does that count? Great idea. Great idea. Hemp, all the hemp herds you don't eat. And you know, you say this, you say this, sorry again, and there's, there's, there's this photo that I saw of this gorilla, and they say that, a, you know, gorilla, the biggest, most powerful animal in the animal kingdom, eats only greens. Yeah, so, true story. So, that made me think, you know, yes, we all say no one, you should, you know, vegetarians and all the stuff, you've got to eat meat, you've got to eat meat. Maybe not. I mean, if the animal kingdom is doing it and they're more more evolved than than what we are in the sense of that their timeline, etc. Well, you know, they're going to grow. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's actually very funny that you mentioned gorillas because I was just thinking that people tuning in now are thinking they're seeing an ETV rerun of gorillas in the mist. No, <laughs> well, we're talking about gorilla glue four. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like so, you need to get the leaf blower to clear it. Yeah, but you you literally can't make this shit up. I think like ca- the cannabis, the plant is literally just this. I mean, if you if you want any, I think duomenes are missing a great 
uh, or, or, or missing out on a great opportunity to prove the existence of God. Because if if it did make anything perfect, it is this plant. <laughs> what a great way to put it. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the seeds you can technically live off it. The the protein in hemp seeds is edestin and albumin, and these are globular proteins. And this is exactly what your body needs. Uh, hemoglobin is made from uh, globular proteins. They're used to make enzymes and hormones, etc. So it's this perfectly biocompatible uh, protein source. Yeah. I think we're going to have to nice. see it. I'd, li- I'd <coughs> like to see, I'm, I'm not volunteering, but I would like to see <laughs> the first person to do the 40-day hemp-only diet. Well, that would be let's interesting. Do it. Let's do the it. hemp challenge. The hemp challenge. challenge. Okay, well, so that's a, can't we do that. It's, a, it's quite a lot of hemp. But what? Only hemp? How do you? And you Instagram pictures of your hemp. No, but you can't just eat hemp. No, seed man, you got, I think it's. Well, it's got to be. You can eat the leaves. You can eat the roots. Oh wait, wait, like, well, like, no, no, wait, wait. So look here, hold on. Like uh, uh, Mr. Hugo yeah. says here, uh, Buddhas. So you must be referring to the to the Buddhas. They have a one hemp seed a day diet. So they will not Only. maybe not a diet. I don't think it's just a diet. But I think it's, it's a regimen, just a mindset. It's to put that that vitamin. It's your daily vitamin. One one hemp seed, and that'll obviously have your omega six and three. You know all those all the different oils we have inside it. Huh. I've, uh, I've, see, uh, see another. Sorry, another one. Elephants also strictly plant eaters, and they're also the biggest animals on earth. Is it a blue whale bigger? <laughs> on earth. <laughs> not, <yeah. laughs> but it's not on earth. Like yeah, right. I was going to get no, exactly. On Earth. <laughs> well, except in Japan. Super hemp me. <laughs> Super hemp me. Well, we told you the I'd story. I'd love to see it. No, and but Oak spends 40 days wearing, living, biofuel, car. Although, you 40 should, days of hemp. It would be an amazing story. Do this in summer if all you're going to be wearing is a hemp. Yes, Take my hemp. I think it's more like cook your food in hemp oil. Hemp dungarees, like your man there. What's it going? Couch Ninja, Freddy the Couch Couch Ninja. You didn't see that episode a few weeks ago. Um, Fred from the Couch Ninjas, which is a he's a stand-up comedian and a street poet, and he's got a band going down, and he's got these hemporium sourced hemp. Dungarees with couch oh, wow. ninjas on the bib. It's a great name, isn't it? The couch ninjas. <laughs> so um, we took him to um, we took him to Prague to get some backdrop pictures for his promo stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So he just approached us and said, "I've got a, I've got something for you to put on the hot box." So have you brought yeah. anything for the hot box? Have you brought anything at yeah. all to you to show us? I, I only my face. Right. Really. Well, <laughs> that was that was enough to get going. So. I, I, I am very much a, a fan of CBD. I do appreciate uh, uh, THC, but I, I absolutely love uh, CBD. Um, and I make these little CBD concentrates. Uh, this is of this... Uh, of this syringe. Uh, the, the one you've just dabbed. And what's um, the name of this stuff? Is there like a brand or something? There is the Good Bloom, uh, we call it, because it is a, a Good Bloom. Chuck that in there. Good blue, good blue. Um, so anyway, we do this because we can't uh, legally grow it yet. Uh, yeah, we thought we have to give it at least something African. Uh, so we use marula marula nut oil, which is a very thin Excellent. oil, and it's very very good at uh, <coughs> taking you know uh, absorbing uh, into your body and then taking the cannabinoids with it. Uh, and then we do skin formulations. I was very skeptical of uh, 
cannabinoids as skin-based topical. treatments. Yeah. But uh, topical is definitely the way to go if you're trying to uh, treat something. Is this um, what you've had? Have you repackaged this from something else? Wasn't uh, something in a small jar, like a Nivea jar? That you Indeed. Is so that this is this is a spray that is a lotion and comes in a in a uh, airless airless pump. It's with the ginger. It's, is this that's white? Very very nice. Indeed. This is like milk. Indeed. Looks like There's milk. There's no need to bring politics into this. Uh, <laughs> no, absolutely. Sorry, sorry. That was <laughs> very politically incorrect <laughs> medicine. Uh, CBD for everybody, but the color of it is like milk. Indeed. That's in, that indeed. stuff. Yeah. And this is the this stuff technology. is absolutely incredible actually and so in that 50 mil there what is the percentage of that oil is that 50 mil so in this 50 mil there's a hundred and there's uh, more or less 150 <coughs> milligrams of cbd you don't want to go uh, too high because the technology that uh, we carry the, the cbd in uh, makes it very very bioactive so you don't want uh, too much in there because then you know people get uh, start getting much from yeah, just right. a few sprays. Right, right, right. So you Is need it... to keep it, I mean, it's already so effective at this very low dose. Incredible. Really, really, the future The future arrived, and the only bad thing is, all of this comes from somewhere else. It's just, for, it's just out to lunch, isn't it? That we couldn't, even if I grew the whole of my property full of these hemp seeds, just to see and just to find out and see what's going down and see what we can extract. Because I would just use a regular extraction method, no? If I used a butane extraction on my plants to get that stuff, I use exactly the same method to trap to trap CBD, yeah? Indeed. Yeah. So what what is the what's the most percentage of C B D that you've been that you've heard claimed? out of the modern day plant, bearing in mind we've only had like five years to do this. Out of a plant or out of a final result? Uh, out of a plant. What they say on the, what they say, that, 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 that when you buy the seed, it's like... 26, 30 percent, you know, the highest like cannabis Do you think that's possible yet? Yes. I think, uh, so I've, I, I, I'm actually weary of calling out a, a number, but I've heard of strains going up to 18, 20. Okay. So, I don't know, not with my own eyes, so I don't yeah. want to go, yes, there is. Of course, you should uh, that exactly. But yeah. we're playing up because many people thought that hemp plants, you know, m many, especially European hemp plants, do not have, like, the CBD content that you really, really uh, want to get out of it. But I think this actually happened very innocuously. It's not that they weren't selecting for it. Is when you grow hemp for seed, for example... You want to have a flower where the seed isn't going to get stuck to. So you For have sure. fewer and fewer trichomes. I've seen Chinese plants with not a trichome inside. Really? Not, not stalked. Trichomes. So they just bang out easy. There's nothing to indeed, stick them in. The, yeah, right. So I never thought for of example, that. with good old Swazi gold, you might, you know, you can eat those seeds, but harvesting is going to be slightly more complicated with, you know, dense well, that, trichomes. That's yes. how man first got to the plants, yeah? He was after the seed. And he put his hand in it to get it, and all that black stuff ended up being nibbled yeah. off. Well, of course. Putting fire to it's quite a modern Although, I'd, I'd, I'd just have to correct you there. It was definitely the ladies that uh, discovered the <laughs> 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 we, we, we were out <laughs> killing things and killing each other. They yeah, like, sit, and sitting in <laughs> the trees. They were just fiery in the background. <laughs> let's get seeds and um, let, let's get these guys more It's always been about the ladies. So. <laughs> Warren has a question. Warren's got a question. Has the, as, as a commodity, a world commodity, is the price of industrial hemp gone up or down or what is it 
doing as a commodity? Is it going up the same as like weeds going down? Because weeds going down. I mean, it, I think more and more, like the price of CBD even is is coming down quite a lot. Something I'm quite excited about. Yeah, like, yeah, make it accessible. To exactly. Tony exactly. says this all the time. Hemp should it's abundant, but it's still a Lani price for hipsters. It should exactly. be, yeah. man. It should be so, the most accessible. Why? I, I don't Jesus, know why there's even hey, still debate over hemp. These biscuits to every African kid in the morning with yeah. Tony's hemp soup stuff. We just shouldn't deliver them with textbooks because they'll never get to them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on to our next story of the week. So this ties pretty much into where we left off with our other one. So we've seen this migration again. This is an article in uh, MG Retailer. Oregon cannabis growers shifting toward, he- toward hemp production. Springfield, Oregon. When it comes to cannabis production, there can actually be too much of a good thing. Because of a dr- drastic oversupply, Prices have been driven down considerably. Growers are now beginning to turn their attention forward toward hemp to stay profitable. Mm -hmm. So what they're saying is, again, guys are migrating, not just because of legislation, but because so many guys are getting into the recreational medicinal game that there's now oversupply, prices are dropping, and they're like, fuck this shit. Again, let's go grow some hemp. Everyone keeps going back to the old day formula. They're going to grow hemp to extract CBD from it. CBD or hemp. Yeah. Everyone's it's it's the same scale. It's going to be twenty percent of those oaks are for CBD, and other ten percent are for pips. And some people are because using hemp, as we define it, isn't just CBD. It's multi-dimensional, as we see. I just saw a post on Facebook of this guy that I'm following there in America, and he's he literally said that he's just planted five hectares of hemp, and he needs he's got a whole black like, what ten pounds of seeds available to find another three hectares if anyone has. Literally asking like. Does anybody have a fucking field for me to put this into? <laughs> yeah. So it's. it's, it's I, I know of very few hemp crops that aren't sold before they're even planted, that don't have ease. But hemp is more reliable. So CBD is coming down in price. Yet one of the, one of the things uh, that that's making hemp fiber attractive is that the pr- price is a lot more stable than flax fibers, for example. So there's these agricultural markets these people can fit into. It's very difficult to sell tobacco in this day and age, but it's very easy to get your millies sold. Yeah, right. You know, because they are, you know. Yeah, and they're saying they're saying from twenty fifteen to now, the rate of applications for hemp in that state have increased twenty fold. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, but we'll we'll probably see what we see internationally. Um, you know, with like the Canadian acreages, you know, you get these thousands of, of hectares, then it drops to, you know, very low. I, I can't remember the figures. So you have this flux of, uh, uh, you know, supply and demand. Yeah. Well, what I've got you on this whole the, 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 the graph thing, I saw this bell curve of efficacy of CBD. Because, you know, when you take loads of THC, it just ends up like it, it ends up you being asleep in the end. You but, still wanted to order the but, pizza, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But with CBD, it seems to have a, a, an optimum level before it drops off quite quickly. Uh, there is, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the infamous bell curve. Is it? I don't know. I, I see. I don't. I've never really had it fully explained to me. Uh, I, I don't, don't look at me. I'm going to try and hit it out the park with one tough question because I think this is going to have to become a two-parter. I think we're going to have to do an episode two because I've got more topics lined up. I think there's going to be more questions than that. So we, we, we really, we run out, run out of time here. Yeah? But I heard a theory 
this is my urban, my hemp, latest hemp, most contemporary relevant myth is that hemp or CBD. So if you have CBD, let's say we take that high CBD, yeah. bogerol THC vibe there, and we left it to sit, not at a high temp or whatever to decarb, but at, just with time, I hear that CBD converts to THC over a period. Yeah, I've heard this theory, but I do not know. David Nutt uh, laughed uh, at the uh, when he was down for the trial of the plant. Uh, he he laughed. He said that it's very difficult to get absolutely pure CBD because when testing it, you generate small amounts of uh, THC. I don't know the process of. I think that's from the gas spectrometer yes. because that's a vapor thing. So, so small because it heats it, and by but heating it, you can do conversion. So, by all the tests that are happening in South Africa, which are gas chromography or gas your gas chromatography HPLC high pressure liquid chromatography gas chromatography GSCS gas chromatography it heats it up so the the, the, the results are actually not 100% correct essentially because it's changing the, the composition there's no basis on each, o- each other's test it's, it's, it's close enough you're never going to it's close enough yeah. exactly you know it's close enough converting to good bud yes. you know you're not going to it's not going to go to that degree Although there are chemical ways that you can convert this plant that I probably yes. shouldn't mention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please yeah, send a stamped address envelope to the following. <laughs> cool. So we'll send you a cookbook. <laughs> uh, folks, that about wraps it up. But firstly, I think let's be fair. Shout out Skunk Glass. Thank you guys. Go check. Yeah, out. well done, Skunk. Keep it up with the. Really, really, with the with the sippy straws and stuff. Um, go and have a look at their Facebook page and their Instagram page is cool. And you'll see how she puts her own logos and decals and stuff. And I'm sure you put a weed leaf on it, no problem. Yeah. Also. And let's be real, it's very humble, but it's good to see it beginning in South Africa. I ain't gonna say there's some rock star shit. It ain't, but it's good. <laughs> it's local, and if you support them, I'm sure they will grow because I've seen that person. Yep. Um, Your support goes a long way. Shout out also GT Hydro. Guys, thank you. We've always enjoyed your support. Guys, your growing stuff. Hydro Needs. Hydro Needs, they online. Got a nice store in four ways as well. GT Hydro, check them out. Grow your own. Hashtag yeah. grow your own. And also Tony. Tony, um, love to Emporium. I feel like there's something, I, I'm not sure how to handle these sponsor shout outs because sometimes I can be a bit rough on the show. So should <laughs> I be saying something like the views of our sponsors are not the views expressed by us? <laughs> Or are you guys cool with me just saying love? Because Emporium, they legit. These are OG hemp. The only legit hemp oaks in Tony's still around. Tony hung out till the end. Yep. Um, Jules, that's especially true for an isolate. The full spectrum CBD doesn't have such a steep bell curve. Right. Okay. We're we're learning so much so quickly because it's just like number one on the tip of everyone's tongues, isn't it? There's so much research going into it because it doesn't get you high. Oh, CBD, the CBD craze. So, guys, also, I think a little a, a teaser. What do you guys think next week for the episode? We do show and tell. Bring a three of three of your favorite stoner things, your stonerest, memoryest things. Doesn't have to be the best, just the thing that's the most sentimental. And guys okay. at home, maybe I don't know. Can we get you to send our pick somehow? Should we do a hashtag? Hey, Stoner Memories or something. You've got to get some way for them to put their own one on. Yeah, because I would love you to share your memories with as well. So well, I'm going to dig out my bestest, you stick out your bestest, and let's talk the bestest. Hotbox Podcast 420 yeah, what, what should our hashtag be, guys? Help us out here. What should the hashtag be? Because we use it for everything. Well, we put Hotbox Show. Hotbox, Hotbox show. show. 
So if you hashtag put stuff on Instagram show. or Facebook and you tag us, we'll see and we'll do our best to share hashtag it. Hashtag hotbox show. And just show. like tag us, tag us, tag us. And then we'll do our best to put your memories in and there too. You reckon by the summer we'll get an air con to get rid of all this because it's looking pretty authentic. We told you it was going to be hotbox, huh? I'm a pretty fucking smoky yeah. tonight. It's like they're giving us, what's it what you do to plants, indoor plants, that CO2 thing? Yeah. Uh, or it's like we're slowly gassing ourselves like an oak in a car. <laughs> anyway, guys, <laughs> thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Him special too, I vote. I know you in. Um, and Tony, in. thanks for watching, matey. We're going to get um, you on a... We'll get you in. Yeah, I was going to say, we will bring you in, you in on, the, on the Hangout. Yeah. On oh, our number I two. I think so. I definitely think so. Really? There we go. Sorted. If you can. Sorted. Fucking A. Goes quick, cool. eh? Uh, Ooh.